0: plushcare.com slash loss
1: Give it to me. Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And
0: I'm Tom Merritt.
1: Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, which as the leading voice on the policies and principles of open podcasting, helps build a world where the freedoms and opportunities of the medium can be enjoyed by all. Thanks for joining us.
0: I mean, literally, seriously, folks, this is a public service that we do, right?
1: It is. It is. (laughs) We are here to spread the freedoms and opportunities of podcasting.
0: If you believe in podcasting and things, then you support our mission to support your mission to understand the world around you.
1: We're really, I think, the leading voice in our mission to support your mission. Yeah.
0: If we can leverage things across platforms
1: and the opportunities and engage
0: with synergies
1: producer did producer rich dug deep he did for this one by uh taking this from the about page of the open source initiative which by the way if you're into this kind of thing has this same mission statement in like uh 10 languages
0: which is which is kind of awesome Open oh, access. Like, oh, you don't speak this language? No problem. Yeah.
1: Got some yeah. Cyrillic. Got the Arabic translation. Swahili.
0: Yeah. Which awesome. one do you want to read? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Save In it for, for the matcha,
0: open source initiative.
1: Exactly. I was looking at the Swahili, <laughs> and I was like, nah, that's going to go bad.
0: That's going go to we
1: can't have the Divertigone and Borgadigus.
0: Where's Mahangul at? the dutch i could no it's not on there what
1: (laughs) our usual meandering entrance into thinglandia welcome everybody welcome
0: Yes, and uh, I would like to apologize uh, to all of you for giving Molly bad advice and depriving anyone who isn't a patron from our take on Adam Levine last week.
1: Because wow! So here's what happened: Everybody who's not a patron and a patron and didn't get the bonus content, I was like, all my mom friends are talking about this Adam Levine story. This is crazy. But do you think it's one of those things that's only going to be a thing for like today because no one really cares that Mm -hmm. much about Adam Levine?
0: I was using my measurement of I see people reacting to other people talking about it, but I don't see people talking about it. So I feel like it's probably going to flame out. Boy, was I wrong.
1: (laughs) Wow. Did it not flame? out? I believed you. Just to be clear, this is not a scenario where I was like talked out of a
0: deep no, belief. No, I was
1: like, yeah, it's probably just, like, who cares? It's just in 5 or whatever.
0: It was, a, it but- was a on the fence, right? We were both mm-hmm. like, ah, I feel like it's probably going to burn out. So maybe do something else. We'll just talk about it in the, in the pre-show. Batman. Yeah.
1: We forgot. You know what? Our mistake was. And maybe it's age. I don't know. We forgot about the power of the visual. Because the lady had screenshots. Yeah. Receipts. And the screenshots were of hilarious text messages that could be repurposed for almost any topic. And they were. Mm-hmm. As the week went on. <laughs> It was just like everywhere you looked, there was a new person using the screenshot of Adam Levine's like creepy text about how hot this girl was to talk about the weather or spicy chicken or (laughs) any number of things.
0: It is truly unreal how effing (laughs) meme this got. Like it blows my mind. (laughs)
1: Like it blows my mind. (laughs) Just went on and on and on exactly as afi james points out in the discord the the act itself who cares right like nobody cared but the memes and the screenshots as memes just wow so we would like to acknowledge that we knew (laughs) and we didn't do anything about it
0: i've started to see people talking (laughs) about whether it's real or not right and other people like i don't care I, I don't, don't care. I, I'm not mad. I'm right. enjoying, just enjoying the the fun. Exactly. Right?
1: Like, don't ruin this for me with like real world questions. Just let me have the memes. Let me have
0: this. <laughs> I I wonder how much I am allowed to say here. I know someone, sort of tangentially connected to the Levines.
1: Oh. <laughs> Who said
0: the reaction? Was like, yeah, uh, we'll get through it.
1: Oh, really? Yep. hmm Oh, yuck.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but now I looked up some memes and they're so funny. My laptop. Which, which could I either be yuck.
0: Than... It could be yuck. Very well could be yuck. It or seems like it yuck. Could be... That seems like
1: a yuck response, is it not? Or
0: it could be, yeah, we both know all of this is fake.
1: Oh, yeah. And so we're just
0: weathering no, the storm of, Yeah. Can't
1: tell. Right. Like, Not close enough to be able to tell. Interesting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Drinking a robust Cabernet Sauvignon. (laughs) Holy F. Holy effing F. That body of yours is absurd. (laughs) It's just... Yeah. That's amazing. Well, we're not promising to have you naked by the end of
0: this episode, but we do have things.
1: That's all that matters. Exactly.
0: Uh, Hey... Have you ever heard OTP or one true pairing? No, but I yeah. want to. One true pairing uh, uh, arises from shipping. We've talked about shipping, uh-huh. right? When you yep. sh- uh-huh. you ship a a couple of celebrities or characters or something, one true pairing is usually it has its roots in fictional relationships. So you know Twilight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Where a fan most supports this. These two characters getting together, the the OTP, uh, John and a Greek will forever be my one true pairing on game of thrones oh, for that's instance, true. right? Yeah. I, uh, this is not new. It's not brand new, but it's out there. And, uh, I would like to thank my cousin who constantly refers to me and Eileen as her OTP.
1: Oh my God. That's so freaking cute.
0: The original OTP.
1: I am going to start calling everybody OTP. That's so ador not everybody actually. No, I'm going to start selectively yeah. using that. I don't know if the Levine's qualify. On the anymore. very very yeah, Exactly. <laughs> I guess we're about to find out, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, maybe they do. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they do. Oh, that's lovely OTP. I yeah, wonder one- where that came from. Like shipping was obvious in that it was an extreme abbreviation of like I would like these two to be in a relationship.
0: Yeah. One and true one worried. true pairing um I I, I I don't know where the origins come but if it comes from that meme internet culture of, you know, coming up with an with an extreme, maybe extreme is too extreme of a word, but but with a, a dramatic name for something. Yeah. Uh like yeah, in in K-pop, if there's seven members, you say and you don't want to pick a bias, you don't want to pick someone that's your favorite, you say I am OT7 uh, one true seven, which I think is related to OTP one, one true pairing. Um, so it's, it's that sort of like, no, 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 John and a greet. They're the one true pairing. Everything else is, you know? Yeah.
1: I love this. The urban dictionary, uh, entry on this is the only nice thing I've ever seen on urban.
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good litmus test. Yeah.
1: At all. And evidently, uh, I have learned, by the way, another thing. So I'm just throwing in a sub thing because I never heard it. Oh, okay. But at least according to uh, Urban Dictionary, Klaus and Caroline, they say, you know, quote unquote, invented the OTP because apparently Klaus is, is a vampire? sort of a slang word for, no, just like a very charming young man. Oh. He's a Klaus. Oh. Apparently. And a Caroline is... Uh an intelligent, beautiful, funny girl. Huh. Who's also like a human underneath?
0: I swear these Klaus and are, are,
1: Caroline are the, the, the shorthands for the perfect people. So Klaus and Caroline are the OTP.
0: <laughs> Klaus and Caroline are characters in vampire diaries.
1: Oh they are? So then that became shorthand for these perfect people. Uh-huh. Whoa, must dude. Have. We are getting we are going through the layers. Hmm. This is thing archaeology right here.
0: Thing uh, thing iology. Thingiology.
1: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Well, I will say that I am still looking for my OTP, mm-hmm. but I've been on a number of side quests.
0: <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> that's that that's kind of in the family of o, of one true pairing of OTP, the, the side quest using <laughs> using a game term for real life. It
1: totally is. Like, that couldn't be... I'm telling you, we do not... I'm going to say this again. We do not plan this. (laughs) But my first thing today is side quests as used in real life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, obviously, everybody's familiar with side quests in a video game. There's like your main storyline. And then there's the stuff you go off and do on the side to collect extra points or, you know, for whatever reason. And evidently, uh, people have started using this as slang for just sort of generally being like off the rails or I don't know what you're up to or why are you always dating the wrong guy or whatever it is. <laughs> I think my son brought it up in relation to some celebrity and he was like, God, he really is on a bunch of side quests, isn't he? Or like maybe his whole <laughs> life is just a side quest. Evidently, I think somebody re- somebody used it in reference to Kanye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's on a lot of that side guy quests. does a lot of
0: side quests. I get that he does
1: a lot of side quests. Exactly. And I just and it's even in and I was so happy, uh, Urban Dictionary. So it can it can occur a couple ways. One is like when you and your friends go out. Yeah. And you don't really have a plan. Or mm. you go to the bar and then you have a bunch of side quests after.
0: Yeah, you go to the bar for the birthday drinks. And then after the birthday person leaves, then the rest of you are like, well, let's just do some side quests. Right, yeah, I get totally. that that one makes perfect sense
1: that makes perfect sense. And then there's this just kind of being sidetracked or distracted, yeah, yeah, by whatever it is. And it can and and actually, they have this kind of deep definition, which is becoming obsessed with an object or person because you irrationally believe that it will somehow be to your benefit, later.
0: yeah, uh-huh, yeah,
1: uh-huh, exactly.
0: It's that right? classic thing where oh, like an actors really good at, let's say, comedy. But they want to be a dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. Some can do it. We've seen mm-hmm. it over and over again. But for some, trying to be the dramatic actor is a bit of a side quest.
1: The in fact, when I asked my son about it, he said, "Like when Michael Jordan decided to become a baseball player." Perfect
0: example. <laughs> like, Good example. So yes.
1: So perfect. Right?
0: Like, yeah. You don't know side quest. Maybe it would have could have worked out, but it's unlikely. If it's a side quest, it's unlikely.
1: Exactly. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. But it's just, it is secondary to your main, mm-hmm. the main game. Yeah. Yeah. Love this. Going to use it all the time.
0: That's great. Mm. Um, I want to mention my second thing just to get it in the record. I do this a lot. I've been doing this a lot lately. Uh, I don't even think it's a thing anymore, but it was a thing last week uh, and and I was seeing it everywhere, which is trombone champ.
1: Thank God you brought this today because I have seen this go by in my feed a couple times specifically today mm-hmm. while I've been scrolling past it to get like updates on the hurricane and Russia and stuff and then I'm just like what is with this cartoon <laughs> and then somebody was like something something, piece of metal I don't really know so please help me understand why yeah. this has popped up in the middle of all the Russia and hurricane
0: <laughs> the why I can't help you with uh, the okay. what okay. I can certainly explain mm-hmm. uh, trombone champ is a silly rhythm game a la guitar hero except
1: Okay. On. Wait.
0: wait <laughs> Except, unlike Guitar Hero, you only have one instrument you can use—the trombone. <laughs> I guess Guitar Hero, you mostly use the guitar, but then there's the—you know—you can do the drums, the bass, rhythm. Uh, trombone Champ is is a Steam game. It's a—it's on Steam, and uh, it's not from Steam. It was developed by a company called Holy Wow, but it's just a a, a little like silly karaoke style game where you control a trombone player uh, and it's even got limited songs like you're talking about oh canada and god save the king and beethoven's fifth symphony and mm-hmm. i think that's part of the appeal is that it's very silly that it's a trombone and it's right. really weird like public domain songs
1: wow and that's it and it worked and it's everywhere
0: yeah And so everybody just thought it was hilarious to share their videos of them playing trombone champ because they are kind of funny, (laughs) you know, like people don't do well, but because it's a trombone, it sounds funny.
1: Also, I'm just going to go ahead and speculate that part of the reason that this may have caught on and become hilarious to many is that on top of all of what you just said, there's also 50 tromboner cards
0: to collect. Mm -hmm. Doesn't hurt. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious name (laughs) and a collectible. People like to collect stuff.
1: Oh my God. This is so rando.
0: Oh, bravo.
1: Bravo. Uh, Wow. Okay. There you go. Noted. And thank you. (laughs) Trombone champ. Yeah. Truly it was just like It's, it's a Steam game. Is- that if, if you've Two.
0: seen like why is someone sharing them playing the Spock Zarathustra on trombone badly in a video yeah. game? It's 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 that.
1: Okay. Amazing. Amazing. The internet is a strange,
0: strange place, but you mm. never know
1: what's gonna hit. That's why, like, go ahead and make every idea. Right? Do like, it, it all. doesn't have to be Fortnite. Sometimes it can be trombone champ.
0: If you're like, what if I did guitar hero, but with trombones and only public domain stuff to keep the cost down? Yeah. The answer is hit.
1: The answer is hit and like a boner joke. Like
0: boom, no, top top game on Steam.
1: Done and done. That's incredible. Um, well, this next one I've had a bit of a drama with over the past few days. Oh really? but mm-hmm.
0: did you get this?
1: <laughs> I didn't. Okay. <laughs>
0: I think I, I think Someone I'm circling did. around what happened. Go mm-hmm. ahead.
1: Okay, so it is a freaking thing to get a painted buzz cut Mm -hmm. so you get a buzz cut regardless of your gender Mm -hmm. and then you die in painted designs this feels like a
0: natural extension of shaving a number or a pattern or something into your buzz cut or your fade right yeah Okay.
1: And it's not even particularly new, actually. Like, Dennis Rodman was doing this.
0: Oh, right.
1: In the 90s when he played for the Bulls. Uh Uh-huh. And in fact, right around that same time when, like, oh, God help me, like, the first Batman movie or something came out, my brother did this. My brother had this really Hmm. white, like, white blonde hair, naturally, his whole life, and got a buzz cut and then got, had a bat, like a black bat stenciled into the back of his head. And then we went on this trip to Yellowstone and, like... Tourists, flocks of tourists were following him. Oh, wow. (laughs) Taking pictures of this big bat on the back of his head. So this like actually somewhat 90s thing is totally back and people are dying these like beautiful, super cool designs into their shaved heads, into their cuts. Very
0: cool. And there was,
1: uh, in fact, on the um, uh, Versace catwalk in New York Fashion Week, there was a guy who had a really cool like leopard print.
0: Oh, I do not need to see the pumpkin. Jack the Pumpkin in the back of your head, though.
1: Oh, creepy. Yeah, yeah. No, creepy.
0: I like the... Uh, what is this? Claudio Barbetti Domina hair. It's like flames and blue and stuff. Yeah. it's kind of cool.
1: The flames are beautiful. I yeah. mean, it's really impressive. Like, super cool design. Spider
0: web's pretty good. I like that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to say too much. I'm only going to say that we did that, and then there was some peer pressure, and then we had to dye black, and we couldn't go to school.
0: <laughs>
1: so, just... Proceed with caution vis-à-vis this trend. I see, but it looks really cool. Yeah, if your if your friends don't suck,
0: <laughs> did you get uh, pictures?
1: Yep, mm-hmm. I did. Yep. I'll, I'll send them. I'll send okay, them to you. good. Looked, it looked amazing.
0: Maybe that's what I'll do next time.
1: Incredible.
0: Where do you where do you find a person? Do you have to just find a barbershop that does it, or?
1: Yeah, I mean, my hairdresser did it. Yeah, like he does. Uh uh-huh. It's a whole long story, but he lives in Costa Rica most of the year. So then he comes and does it. It's like find,
0: finding the nail shop that does the nail art. You want to find the shop that does yes. the nail art, not go into any random shop and be like, sure, I you guess don't. we could do that. You know? Yeah. yeah.
1: Right. Exactly. You don't really want to like mess with it, but mm-hmm. yeah, super,
0: super cool. Painting designs Little in your buzz cut.
1: To... Yeah. Oh, it's, I mean,
0: Ooh, it's a thing. one like, I'm from seeing Ambassador it... Domo. That one's nice.
1: Yeah. Like it really is legitimately. It's. I mean, I, I just got to go with Rodman on this one, but it's everywhere. It's fascinating. Look, so Try, good. I'm
0: trying to decide what I should get.
1: Yeah, because the flames are cool.
0: Mm-hmm. I like the sunset.
1: The sunset's nice. Yeah, you can still go. There's a guy with a, like a bright red spider web, and then people get clever with it. Like somebody uh, did a chessboard, and then left uh, dreads.
0: Stick it up <laughs> for the chess pieces. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> that's so good. Hey, like uh, the picture that you shared in Discord looks good. I agree. It's well, gone now. These things happen. <laughs> things happen. <laughs> uh, Let's move on to your things then. Feedback uh-huh. at itsathing.me is our email address. And we got a thing check on Isle Morgan. Hi, mm-hmm. Rich Tamale. <laughs> I love this for so many reasons. First, Tom Molly, you know, lots of you know that one from way back, but rich tamale would be like a kind a of a tamale. delicious. Yeah, a yeah, delicious rich tamale. Uh, mm-hmm. I've never seen a higher Absolutely. velocity thing explosion than the all consuming consumables that are butter boards. Seriously. Apparently set in motion by Justine Snacks in mid-September, the giant schmears of butter with all the fixins from cardamom and honey to chilies have taken over my Insta, or at least my algorithm, and seem to have dethroned charcuterie as the quickest way to ingest your annual cholesterol budget in one simple <laughs> and tasty sitting. I think it's the perfect overlap of horrifying and ashamedly tempting that make it the perfect thing explosion. Now, if they could only jam this into a snackle box... also capsule wardrobes are what happens when the Garanimals kids grow up and become clothing execs love the show morgan
1: (laughs) Uh, amazing so i would like you all to know that i arrived at the spreadsheet today our rundown (laughs) Mm -hmm. and was about to plop in butterboards and i saw this email and i was like okay it's covered because wowie wowzer wow is this a thing a thing
0: I think a sub thing is just my algorithm or real. And what Molly's saying is, Morgan, not just your algorithm,
1: (laughs) not just your algorithm. It's everywhere. And you know that it is everywhere because, of course, New York Times cooking already stole it, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's the clincher.
1: And incredibly, literally today, CNET published an article. What's a butterboard and why is everyone making them?
0: What is up with CNET? doing super on-trend trendy stuff all the time Mm -hmm. yeah i know i'm not complaining either i'm just like that's not something we were allowed to do (laughs) i know right (laughs) we didn't just get to do
1: like (laughs) internet culture stuff i know but no they're right on top of it it's kind of great because it's like no paywall (laughs) come on it's like yeah
0: (laughs) smart move
1: (laughs) but yeah the butterboard is the butterboard hit hard exactly this week morgan like you are right on the money well done
0: morgan thing check confirmed
1: Bravo. Matt Bat might have a new beverage thing. Mm. I have loved ginger beer for many years, Ooh. and I love how it's that special kind of spicy. In the past, there was usually only one imported brand next to the Jamaican soda in my supermarket. But last week, there were at least 10 brands mm. of ginger beer in the soda aisle, and some had hipster names. I don't think the Publix website even lists all the one that ones I saw. I wish I had taken a picture. Additionally, I found an artesian ginger beer, beer brewer. While on vacation in Asheville, that was really hard to say, by the way, in Asheville, North Carolina called Ginger's Revenge. Unfortunately, I found them on the last day of my vacation and could only fit one six pack in the cooler. Is this that Biter-Meinhof thing that Tom is talking about? Love the show. Feel free to paraphrase my email if you decide to read it on the show, if you can make me sound smarter, though. Actually, I just made myself sound super dumb because I tried to say something (laughs) like artesian ginger beer brewer.
0: You were smarter than us, MatBat. It's all good.
1: You (laughs) are smarter than we are. And now I have to look everywhere for all these hipster ginger beers.
0: I would like, uh, MatBat needs assistance here, right? Because I think MatBat's on to something. If you suddenly see your ginger beer brand count multiply like that, something's up. So uh, we would like some secondary confirmation from around the world. If you uh, also have noticed uh, higher numbers of ginger beer brand availability in your local Publix or any grocery store, uh, by all means, Giant Eagle, Schnucks, Ralph's, Safeway, wherever you see it, uh, send it to us. Feedback at itsathing.me.
1: Please do. I will be uh, typing into DuckDuckGo, CNET ginger beer. And if they have an article on it, apparently yeah. it will be.
0: That's a good check.
1: It'll
0: be a thing. Because <laughs> uh, I, I think you're onto something, Matt Bat. I have not noticed it myself, but I also hadn't been looking. So I'm going to yeah. look. Yeah,
1: and now I'm going to. Absolutely.
0: Peter, just outside of lovely Toronto, Canada, not Hamilton, says uh, closed captioning is a product differentiator. Dear RTM. Oh, amazing. About the closed captioning on televisions, my son, who is now 20 years old, has been using them for at least five years. Now it is the default on all our streaming services, on all our TVs, to have closed captioning. One thing I will add is that I bought another Apple TV for a television that already had Roku built in, not for the apps, but for the better closed captioning bars. I hate the deep black bars that some services and TVs use that block everything behind them. If I have to watch things with closed captioning on because the rest of the family likes it i want the subtle gray semi-translucent bars that apple tv has
1: that is incredible caption Mm -hmm. design Mm
0: -hmm. it just works incredible (laughs) oh god uh you know i think i'm getting old because sometimes we have a captioning on for subtitles and then we'll watch something that is in english and it, it bothers me even though they're in english I'm like, I just end up, I'm like, I'm reading things instead of watching the show, but I'm, I'm stuck in my ways. So,
1: yeah, I'm still doing it. I'm, I'm, I've made the turn. Yeah. Lon Keenig writes in, uh, or I'm sorry, tweeted us and said, is Boots with Bows a thing? Saw groups of girls wearing chunky boots with girly ribbons uh, for laces. Doc uh, Martin sells these ribbon laces. I see. Boots if with Doc boots. Martin is selling it, I'm going to go with yes, for sure. Yeah. I haven't I seen the I think you else, answered but. your own
0: question there, Lon, for sure.
1: That is so cute. <laughs> boots with Bows
0: make a great song name.
1: Right? It's a, There's something really appealing about that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, And then Joe Hood with a few thing checks uh, says, hello, my brother and sister in things, brothers and sister in things. Would you indulge me in a couple of thing checks? Well, I will. Molly, will you? Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. First, are classic murder mysteries a thing? Ensemble with big names, whole movie resolves around the big brain detective figuring out through character and a smidge of action. It seems like we've had a bunch in the last year: *Knives Out*, mm. *How to See How They Run*, and *Death on the Nile*.
1: Yeah, I'll give it to you. I, I think we have seen a lot it's of that. Movie and there's trend. a couple of there are some British um, detective shows that seem to be making a comeback as well. Ah,
0: okay, yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, and these are popular, right? It's one thing if Hollywood makes a bunch of them and everybody's like, yeah, we still don't want to watch that, but these, these are being watched. People like these. So yeah, I think you're onto some, uh, second, what I call, is it a thing or just my algorithms?
1: Oh my God. Did we, or did we not just say that?
0: (laughs) I have been seeing lots of content on breaking down large chunks of meat called primals. Is this just me Or is it a thing? I assume it is related to food price increases, but it could just be the internet going, you like swords? You like cooking? What if we show you something that's a little like both? Mm -hmm. Are other people seeing an uptick in butchering content?
1: Wow. Nope.
0: No. (laughs) But.
1: I am not. We call
0: upon the people of the world to gather their things at feedback. And it's a thing.me. If you are seeing primals AKA breaking down large chunks of meat.
1: Exactly. You may be on that algorithm train. I personally am not. That is incredible. Yeah. I don't know
0: if that's a subculture that the algorithm just finally included you in, or if it's breaking out and that's why you're seeing it.
1: Wow. That's fantastic though. Love it. Let us know. Let us know what your algorithm is delivering to you today. Mm -hmm. All right. It is time for the best arguably the best part of the show the shout outs those of you who support us at the shout out level at patreon.com slash it's a thing are featured week after week in custom handcrafted artisanal shout outs actually in this case artisanal mm, not mm-hmm. artisanal
0: mm-hmm. Uh, artisanal <laughs> a shout
1: outs there's a difference one is appropriate <laughs> to beverages and the other is not um this week's shout outs are based on Pitchfork's review of the 2011 Metallica Lou Reed album, <laughs> Lulu, which they gave a 1.0 out of 10.
0: So many good things coming together. Ooh, so a, many. a snooty Pitchfork review that is trashing the album and the unusual pairing of Metallica and Lou Reed in 2011. I mean, like, I'm loving everything about this. This is great.
1: All right, I'll begin. Please do. It'd be one thing if Gabrielle Cohen were being slipped into the marketplace as a low-profile curiosity, akin to a 90s-era spoken word album with some Joe Hood screeching away in the background. Instead, it's being trumpeted by its makers as a historic event. In a now-infamous interview, Louis Saint-Amour recalled bursting into tears of pride during the recording sessions. While in another, Mike Akins grinningly insists that James C. Smith has pushed me to be the best I've ever been. It was one of many unintentional jokes in an online promo campaign that effectively ruined Morris Jones's chances of being taken seriously before it was even heard.
0: All right, I'm going to pretend I am <laughs> wearing my Converse high tops on the L train. Yes. The source material, a series of transgressive plays by Munich playwright Andrew Bradley about a Benjamin Forrest who becomes a social climber only to wind up Jake Woods, allows Eric Duncan to set a familiar Berlin scene with Laura Ablegate, a would-be anthem that, with a less torturous delivery, could almost pass for something from Kevin Sill's mid-1970s songbook. Instead, we get Miranda Janelle belting out its small-town Lee Price chorus like she's trying to summon the next featured attraction at a strip club club wow i really want to listen to this album now too <laughs> so
1: bad i want to listen to it so badly it's Incredible!
0: Uh, oh, you too could be immortalized comment. in a pitchfork review from 2011 if you back us at patreon.com slash it's a thing
1: i mean don't you want this for yourself i do
0: you deserve it <laughs>
1: You deserve it. You will also, by the way, at any level, get access to our Discord where you can chat with us live during the tapings and an ad-free RSS feed and uh, the bonus content where you would have found out about Adam Mm -hmm. Levine last week instead
0: of this week. (laughs) Uh, You can also email us those things. Keep them coming. Feedback at itsathing.me. Bye-bye. Bye,
1: everybody.